Do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? That is the question. Do you have time to listen to me whine? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Nosebleeds. I'm Chris Witt, and in front of me, as always, is the man who never ages, Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I am remarkable. Remarkable. How are you? Eh, If I was any better, I'd be you. Speaking of whining, I'm going to be doing a little whining later on. I, I think this is going to happen. I think there might be a little bit today. I got we got a little we got a fun little segment we're going to do today that's uh, a little different than the norm for us. Uh, yeah. So look out for that. It's coming up. Uh, maybe before we get to the NBA, after the Reds. Sure. Uh, so anyway, we're a couple cousins here. We like to talk about sports, and uh, we want to thank everyone who listens to us. You can find us on Facebook at the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Look us up, comment, and we'll interact with you, give you a shout-out the next week on the show, and uh, tell you what we think about whatever you had to say. So, Adam, we are from Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, before we get to these NBA Finals, let's get started with the Cincinnati Reds because there's been some good and there's been a lot of bad. There has been. So, let's start. What do you want to start out? Let's start off with the bad. What do you say? Yeah, uh, and the bad is pitching. So, yeah. so uh, you know, the starting rotation is really the bad part because the bullpen's been pretty good right? Uh, for the most part. So the starting rotation, um, you know, right right now the five guys you have are Bailey, Romano, Homer Bailey, Sal Romano, Tyler Malley, Matt Harvey, and Luis Castillo. My favorite guy. Um, now here's the thing. So, okay, so you know, really, I, I – Almost said those in order of worst to best. Almost, <laughs> Harvey's actually been the best, but he's only he's only pitched in four games so far. And I know you hate hearing that, but he's been. It is what it is. He's it's pitched the truth, in, right? He's only pitched in four games, um, so we'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks. But, um, but right now, Homer Bailey, let's just get right to it. He's been the worst starting pitcher for the Reds and in um, maybe Major League Baseball. I would I'd I'd say he's probably the worst. He's sitting at a six point six eight ERA right now. I mean, he's just barely sub seven. And Sauermano's not much better. But so so in in Sauermano's case, you can send him down to the minors and bring somebody up here, bring another arm up to get some time in. But with a guy like Homer Bailey, you you can't you can't we've talked about this before. You can't send him down. You designate him for assignment, and then there's all this waivers garbage, and you can make a trade, and all this other stuff that goes down. So, uh, what do you do with him at this point in time? We talked about putting him into the into the uh, bullpen, mm-hmm. but it just seems like they don't want to even think about something like that. Well, they're going to have to think about something like that because Anthony DiSclefani is is ready right now to come off the DL. He um, he pitched today uh, in in Louisville. And that was before that one, they were saying it was going to be one, maybe two at the most more rehab starts before he comes back from that oblique injury. Right. So he pitched tonight. That was his one more. If they do, if they do anything else, it'll be one more in five days and then he'll be up. And then they have, so in the next week, at least you're going to make a have to make a decision. So who's the move? So in your, so what, what's the first move that's made when disco, when disco comes back, Who's the guy who who's the first one out of this rotation? Is it Romano or is it Bailey? Because those are the only two that are really your options right now. Because Malley's not coming out; he's been your probably your best pitcher this year. Yeah. Uh, Castillo is the most electric and has the most 
uh, potential. Mm -hmm. So you're going to keep him in the lineup as long as you possibly can. Right. Uh, obviously, you're going to continue with Harvey, so it's between Sal and, and Homer. Yeah. Yeah, I think – it's so hard because it seems like, okay, the, the obvious, just easy, easy thing to do is throw Homer in the bullpen, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that means somebody in the bullpen, most of the guys have pitched pretty well in the bullpen that are on the active roster right now, um, have pitched pretty well. I would say Jackson Stevens might be the, the odd man out there if, if they have to make a decision like that, but but he hasn't been all that bad lately. Um, so it, it seems like Bailey should probably be because he's he is without question the way and Romano hasn't been good either but actually looking at their numbers Bailey is is definitely worse um or has been and he's been worse lately too right I mean, he had a couple pretty good starts in the beginning of the year and his you know his 668 ERA is including those couple of pretty good starts he's to, given up more home runs than anybody in baseball this year yeah yeah and as a, as an entire staff the reds lead major league baseball in, by far. in giving up home runs yeah. right so um and i think th i think three of the guys are in the top 5 or 6 <laughs> in baseball giving up home runs so that's been a big problem walks have been a problem but you know definitely home runs i mean they're just giving up flat out giving up earned runs and it's not that's the other thing it's it's not like they're a terrible defensive team. They they're they're pitching poorly and they're getting hit hard. So, I it I don't want to I I don't want to just say okay let's just do the easy thing. But I think I think that is the thing. I think you put Bailey in, in the bullpen right now. All right. So then that so then so you're so so who's who's out who's out of the bullpen then? I, probably Jackson Stevens. Which and there's a few guys that you know what it is what it is you you, you get. You get sent. You're going to get sent down. It's, they're going to get sent down at some point in he's time. He's 24 anyway, years old. He'll he's he'll fine. come back up. Right. And uh, speaking of getting sent down, so have you seen the latest thing with uh, Brandon Finnegan? What Finnegan said? Yes. He, he was not. Down? He was not happy. He about it. actually came out and voiced his disappointment in Jim Riggleman for sending him down. And since he's been in Triple uh, A, have you seen what his ERA is? I have not seen it. It's over six. Well, so here's the deal. Listen, I love Brandon Finnegan. He's that 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 horse guy, you know. He, he's he's your he just looks like a tough dude out on the mound, and and I, I've always liked him, uh, the big lefty. But 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 keep your mouth shut. What are you doing? You're over six. But you know what? Here's the deal, Homer Bailey, who he's obviously talking about in this. We can't just send him down. Right. We can send you down, big boy. Mm -hmm. And you ain't pitching any better than he is anyway. Get AAA hitters out. Get yourself healthy. Then come up and 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 you can earn what you think you earned in the one decent year that you had. Absolutely. So so yeah. So he you know he he's dug himself a little hole there. Um. So you know we might not see him until September if that. Right. Again. So yeah. Especially so, why would you say that about your? T uh, yeah. I mean you're just asking for them to not do anything with you now. Now that you they are going to overlook you all the time. All right. So anyway, I just thought that was funny. Um. So back to this back to this rotation. So. Obviously, he's not going to be coming back into the rotation. So you still have Sal. Sal can't keep pitching in this rotation. There's no way you can continue to let him. So he's got to do one of the one of the two things. You can send him down. He's got options, or you put him in the bullpen. Now, in my head, what I would do is I send him down to AAA because I don't want him working out of the bullpen. I want him to get it figured out on the mound. Mm -hmm. Send him down there. Bring up an arm. 
and a, you know whatever arm you got down there that's not good but not bad that can come up and you get Garrett back in this get him back in this rotation this is there's there's so many opportunities right now and they're not doing it I agree with you I agree with you and I would love to see I would love to see Amir Garrett back in the rotation who knows maybe he gets back in there and struggles again okay but but you'll find out he's still too young and too good to not give him another shot in the rotation. And Sal Romano might go down, might go to the bullpen, whatever they decide. He's still he's 24 too. Exactly. And and he's going to get another opportunity as well as long as he doesn't you know just tank from here on out. But I I agree with you. And that was really the first thought I had. If they're only going to make one move, if they're going to make one move in the rotation, I would say Bailey is probably it. But I'm totally fine. I mean, I'm good with with moving Bailey to the bullpen, taking Sal Romano, sending him to AAA, work on some stuff, figure out what you're doing here, and then and getting DiSclefani in. And then and we'll see. He hasn't pitched in Major League Baseball since September 2016. Exactly. He might come up and be terrible too. But you got to give him, you know, you. I, we talked briefly about this yesterday, but we, you know, I don't think you lose your job because because you were injured, right? Yeah, sure, sure. And we talked about that in the right. joke. You know, obviously, Cal Ripken Jr. came in for a guy who was injured, or, or Lou Garrett came Garrett, in for a guy yeah. who was injured. You can lose your job due to injury. You can. However, it, that's a superstar kind of situation. The Reds don't have a superstar in this in this starting lineup, right. So in this starting rotation. So, yes, bring him in. Give him his opportunity to get back in there. He's 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 worked hard done it you got guys that are sucking up the joint give him this is your opportunity it's not like we're in some kind of pennant race right now mm-hmm. give him his opportunity let him pitch but i i i think it's bailey to the bullpen but i i think that these this team is scared of homer bailey i think they're scared to to tell him anything or to ask him to do something because they're afraid what's going to happen uh, and you know what i don't i don't I don't. Uh, I can understand that. I guess I should say because he's kind of a dick. He is kind. Of, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Sorry. He's. He's. He has that. He has that aura about him that he, you know, at any time could get mad and just like kind of you know be rude to you or snap or, or yeah. whatever you know. If he's, if he's not pleased with what's going on, and I'm sure he's not with the, the way he's pitching right now. Sure. So he's already going to be ornery. Yeah. But if you tell him, okay, you're not doing very well. You're not certainly not doing well enough to really keep pitching in the in the rotation. We're gonna try you in the bullpen. He very well might, you know, have a big problem with that. And you know, maybe he goes in there and and tries. Maybe he doesn't because he's mad. Maybe yeah. he he strikes me as a guy who. Uh, knows in his head that he's sucking right now. And it's probably pissing him off more than it's pissing anybody off. Sure. But he's that guy where when he's when that's happening, he's not gonna be like, Yeah, I really do need to get working on something. This is this is wrong, blah, blah, blah. He strikes me as a guy who is already on the edge. And the second you say something about how bad he's doing, well yeah, I know I'm doing bad. Back the hell up. I'll get yeah, it taken care of exactly. kind of a guy. Exactly. And, He's a very maybe stubborn, that's why I probably don't like him. Yeah, he's a very stubborn guy, and and we saw that early in his career too, when he would shake catchers off and yep. and stuff like you know he was shaking Ryan Hannigan off, and Ryan Hannigan was always right. Yes, <laughs> he was always right. He's a, he was a baseball phenom. He was a I feel he was like a Tucker genius. Barnhart is getting there. And Tucker Barnhart, that's what I love so much about Tucker Barnhart because he reminds me so much of Ryan Hannigan. Yeah, um, 
And yeah, I know how silly it is for me to love a two fifty hitting catcher or whatever. Uh, who, two, two of them actually. Who, yeah, now right. you're in love with two of them. Uh, <laughs> Tucker's at two sixty one, and he's been he's been pretty nice in that two hole too. For the he last has. couple of weeks, they he put has. him in the two hole, <laughs> and he's been pretty good. He gets on base, he handles the bat well. He does, and that's the thing. He makes contact, and that's 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 all you need. Just get up there, make contact, and and that'll do it for you. Uh, speaking of Tucker Barnhart, though, mm-hmm. how about Scooter Jeanette? Speaking of Tucker Barnhart, Scooter Jeanette. I, yeah, you know that's that's the that's the way I move into it. I feel unless you have more you want to talk no, about no. this rotation because hey, I feel like we can only say the same things we, we transitioned about right these in, guys. We transitioned right into the offense. That was perfect. Um, yeah, no, Scooter Jeanette. Look, last week he was the National League Player of the Week for the second time second, in what, three. I think it was, was two it, weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row. I think he got it two weeks in a row. It was either two weeks in a row or two out of three. I think it was. I think it might have been two out of three, but you might be right. So. So, so that's Adam's had, way of saying, Chris, you're wrong. It was two out of three. I know it for a fact. <laughs> that's the way he does it. <laughs> you really know me very so well. Nice. You're so nice. You're so nice. I don't know about that. Um, so, no, but look, so Tucker, t- sorry. See, there we go. Tucker Jeanette. Tucker Jeanette um, was nationally player of the week last week. Um, Scooter Jeanette is up to 343 which is good for second best in Major League Baseball, best in the National League as yes. far as batting average goes. Um, he Last week, in that they played six games. He was 12 for 25, three home runs, 10 RBIs in six games. Um, he had a home run and multiple RBIs in four straight games. He had that stretch where I think it was like seven straight hits because uh, he had the five for five game, and he yeah. had I think his first two times on the next game he was on. Yep. So it was it was at least seven um, straight hits in plate appearances. That's very stuff. Yeah, it's um, exactly correct. <laughs> uh, so so anyway, young uh, people, that was a guy that, that was a gentleman who played the outfield uh, for the Cincinnati Reds when they were in the World Series last. Also, young people, possibly the Reds' next manager next year. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so anyway, so Scooter Jeanette has been. Uh, I, white hot, I think, is better than Ooh, red hot. Like but that. what's uh, what's what's big? What's blue bigger than hot. white hot? He's, He's blue, blue hot. hot. That's true. He's That's blue true. hot. That blue flame is is right, as hot buddy. as it gets right there. So uh, so <laughs> scooters blue hot. Um, <laughs> Scooter's blue hot, all right, and and that's and he's he's been, in the top ten. In, in, I'm looking at this. He's in the top ten in almost every statistical category in the National League right now. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, unless he just like has the drop off of a lifetime, he's got to be an all-star. Right? Well, he'll be an all-star no, no matter what happens. Right now, he is an all-star, whether he's voted in or they, he will be placed in right now. There's no doubt. There's another month and a half, month, probably five weeks, this, it'd five be or t- six It'd weeks. be tough for him. And he's yeah. been consistent. This is a two-year thing. He's yeah. been doing this right. for two years. Right, and he was terrific last year. He was so good that, you know, Jose Peraza was struggling a little bit at second base last year, and uh, Scooter Jeanette, you know, they they spelled him to give him some, you know, to give him a break, yeah. and Scooter Jeanette played so well that he Couldn't took take over. Him out. Yeah, he took over the second base job. Couldn't take him out. Um, And, and so – yeah, so he, you know, in really a partial year, Scooter was a leader in almost every category on the team, um, you know, except obviously for like on base percentage, but because uh, Joey Votto will will own that until he <laughs> dies. Um, but but so Scooter has been so yeah, we're going on a year and a half almost basically. It's been a year. Yeah, that Scooter's been and Joey Votto led in. Every single offensive statistic category well, okay, for the yeah, Reds last yeah. year. 
Jeanette might have been. Scooter was way up there, though. He was way up there. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and the numbers he put up for the time that he played, because he didn't play at the beginning of the year that right. much. He was a bench player, but right. so what? The numbers that he put up were, were terrific. So, Scooter Jeanette has been so good this year that there's been talk about: Do you trade the guy? Well, what do, what do you do? There's so it's not just trading. I feel like you have two options here. He's 28 years old. You figure you got if this is who he's gonna be, you got four years, three to four years of good service time left. At least, at least. I mean, through his prime, mm-hmm. 28 to 34 seems to be like uh, the the major league baseball prime. Yes. So, in that case, do you think this team has an opportunity? to be to get to that next level in the next three to four years. So it's not just, you know, do you trade him while he's while his stock's high? Is this one of the guys that while he's just on the brink of having this kind of year, that maybe you sign him sign him instead of trade him. Mm-hmm. So I don't man, it's tough because I would love to see Scoot, Scooter Jeanette's one of those guys that the that Reds fans just love. He's a He's a hustler. He's you know he's that nose to the grindstone. Get there every day. Uh, just play your play your butt off. And you know uh, underachiever, not underachiever, underrated, good guy. Mm-hmm. So so Bob Castellini, who is the biggest Reds fan in the world, will probably <laughs> sign him instead of trade him. Do you him. think so? Yeah, I mean he's the one who. Well, he's not making the decision to well, trade him. Well, but... I don't. He's the one who's going to tell you. There's a reason Billy Hamilton's still on this team, and it's oh, because of boy. him. They had a deal done with the Giants, and he Jockety set not Jockety. What's this guy? The Ding Dong's name uh, uh, that took over after Jockety was gone. Dick Williams. Dick Williams came out and said. You know I, that he was told. You know that wasn't enough for Billy by by the hmm. owner of the company, and the owner of the company said he wants Billy. He wants Billy Hamilton to be a Red for his entire career. He's the only one in Cincinnati that wants Billy Hamilton to be a Red for his entire career. He's one of two. One of two. Yes, that is correct. And the other one is the old man sitting directly across from me. <laughs> so, so back to back to Scooter though. Um, okay. So what do you do though? You 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 know what you think Castellini's going to do. What do you do if you are the general manager? You have the decision to make on what to do with Scooter Jeanette. Well, at this point in time, you got a lot of prospects down down in the minors that are third basemen, shortstops, guys that can play in that middle infield area. I say our starting pitching is not where I thought it was going to be at this point in time. I don't feel like we know anything for the future except for maybe Castillo who really hasn't even been pitching that great that's the one sure guy right now cuz Romano's looking terrible Harvey's not going to be with this team I hope um I mean I don't know I I, I got mixed opinions about Harvey now mm-hmm. um but um I I, I think you got to get rid of him I think this is the perfect opportunity to trade him shake his hand say scooter you we love you. He'll get a standing ovation whenever he comes to Cincinnati. But this is the time. This is the time to do it. You've. I think this is the only way you're going to get something for him because in three to four years, we might still suck. And it'd be no point in giving him a bunch of money and letting him stand out on the field. You already got it locked up in Vado. Let's, let's just go from there. So we've agreed on a lot of stuff. 
You disagree here. I disagree here. You want to sign him. Here's the thing. So when I was when I was younger, what's his name? Bob Castellini. Castellini. When I was a younger baseball fan, I was I got so involved in the fan favorite stuff and the guys like Scooter Jeanette and I could go through a whole Ryan Friel, a whole list of guys. Yeah, Glenn. Yeah, I want that. that yeah, you you like that? Good for you. Yeah, break a bat. Um, hey, you see a guy check a swing and break a bat. That's that's pretty ridiculous. Glenn Braggs is the strongest man to ever play for the Reds. Yes. So, Scooter Jeanette, though, um, is a very strong guy as well. He's incredibly strong. <laughs> um, for, for his size, but... Um, so, so look, when I was a younger baseball fan, I would say, oh, you, have, you can't trade away your good player, right? You obviously can't trade away your good player. Now, as I've evolved as a fan... And as I've basically, that just means as I've gotten old, yeah. Um, I, I've changed my opinion on that. So in in the last couple of years, the Reds have traded away guys like Todd Frazier and Jay Bruce and 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 guys that were pretty good ball players that fans loved and all that kind of stuff. And I was good with it. I was totally fine. I even encouraged it because if that's what we needed to do, if we were not winning, I keep saying we, I don't want to say we, if the Reds keep winning. You're a fan of them. I hate that people don't allow you to say we, my God, you're a fan. Why can't I be a fan and say we? It's easy. I know I don't play for the Reds. Who cares? (laughs) They're my team. That's maybe we'll get into that next week. Next week. Okay. Next week. Next next week. week. I'll write it down. So, so as I've gotten older, I've I've gotten more. I I feel like I want to you know be um you know think logically and stuff like that and 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 you know what's best for the organization, what's going to help us win. We're not winning this year with these guys or the last couple of years with these guys. What's going to help us win? Help us start building a team that's going to win in the next couple of years. So so in normally, I would be fine. I would say yes. Scooter Jeanette's stock will never get higher than this trade him see what you can get get a really good pitching prospect you know get a draft pick or get it get a first round draft pick or, or whatever you can get for him yeah right now i this is one case where i where i don't feel that way so scooter Jeanette, like you said is 28 years old that's not very old like you said and that's the thing is is a lot of people will say but look what he did in milwaukee he wasn't that good in milwaukee they let him go he was he was what 23 24 25 26 mm-hmm. he was a young lo- a lot of guy a lot of guys like you said before about 27 28 29 really hit their stride really hit their you know really get it something happens where they're they're in the game long enough where they figure out what kind of what, what best approach for them to take is um how to go about their their work every day something something clicks for guys in their late 20s a lot of times i think that could be the case here i could be 100% wrong about that he could have a great next month and then hit 200 for the rest of the year it, that could happen sure. i mean we we've seen that happen plenty of times in baseball but the way he's hit last year the way he's on fire this year his age just the way he's playing I just feel differently about this for some reason. I think it makes sense to sign him. And I don't mean this year at the end of the year. I think you sign a contract tomorrow for the if, next if you're gonna three do or it, four years. You need to do it soon. And not beyond three or four years. 
get him to sign because here's the because I think you can st- it's still early enough in his success that you don't pay him a, a ridiculous amount of money like if he continues the way he is now mm-hmm. and makes it through the end of this year through whatever when his contract comes back up you're not you're just going to you're going to have to trade him in his contract year because you're not going to be able to afford what somebody else is going to be able to pay him. Exactly. If he continues at the at the pace now. So I think you you get a good deal for both sides going like they did a couple you know a couple of times I think they did with I, I want to say like the first Brandon Phillips contract was like that where he they didn't break the bank for him and he was really good for the you know and I think when they signed him again he would they Well he him demanded it. Right, yeah. But, but you know, in this case, I just feel like it's the right thing to keep Scooter Jeanette around and, and sign him for another three or four years. And then, you know, in, in a lot of cases now, you're going to sign guys. You're going to have to put an extra year or two and an extra couple million dollars on the end of a contract that you know you're probably going to lose. Yep. You know, same way with Votto. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's still incredible. But at the end of his 10-year 10 10 year contract that he signed, he's going to be 40. And, you know, he he's probably not going to produce at the same rate he's producing now. And I think they know that, and they're going to lose – you know, they're not going to get the value that they want at that time. Sign Jeanette right now for a couple of years, two, three, four, five years, even if it takes that at a reasonable price, and see what you get. If it ends up being a bad one, a bad contract, okay. Just you're, another bad you're contract. You're getting rid of Homer Bailey next year or whatever anyway. So. Yeah. That big one's going. All right, so I I agree. I, I don't agree. I, I think they should trade him. I, that's what I think they should do. If they sign him, I have no problem with that. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. As long as you believe that this team is going to be good in that amount of time. Otherwise, you're giving a guy money that you could split up between four prospects, five prospects or more, and and work them out. That's where I'm coming from. I know the guy's good, and I believe he deserves that money, and we could have him through his prime. But having him through his prime and paying him that money, if we're going to suck, does nothing for the Reds. So I think it's got you got to be halfway smart about it. If you feel... We're gonna be good if 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 you feel that somehow this rotation is gonna kick itself around, then then that's what we then yeah go ahead and do it. But at this point, the way this rotation looks right now, I don't know that we are two three years away from being a playoff contender. I I still believe that as bad as they are right now, I do still believe that because your guys. So you have, uh, so Bailey is not part of your future. All right. So whether, whether he goes to the bullpen, whether they keep him in the rotation for the rest of this year, he's not part of your future in the next couple of years. So Sal Romano is, is not good right now. He's 24 years old. He's pitched less than a year of service time. I think, um, Tyler Malley is 23. Matt Harvey, who is going to be, if Bailey is out of the rotation, is going to be your most veteran, oldest guy at 29, um, and he's he's not part of the he's not part of the future either. Let's be honest. I don't um, I don't know that they think that yet. Well, and they might not, and I think that's fair too if they don't think that yet because you got to see what you get. I think for the rest of the year from him, if he's really good the rest of the year then yeah you have to hold on to him or maybe he's really good for a while and you flip him for something else or whatever right um either way i don't think he's part of the future for the next two three four five years right um but we'll see uh castillo is 25 right um 
you know, these guys and you have your Finnegan's and a couple other guys that are that are in the minor leagues right now that either have had a cup of coffee or they will probably sometime soon through injuries or whatever um, that are still really young. And, and still have that potential and still could work their way into being a good pitcher in, in Major League Baseball. So I think maybe by the end of next season, if it's if it's the rotation is this bad still, then okay, maybe you start looking at, you know, whatever. You got to, okay, now bring a new batch of pitchers in. Now get crazy in the draft and, and well, draft that, every single – if I was a – That's if what I'm if saying, I was so you GM, don't know. So you don't know. So you still right. don't know. Well, you don't. If you don't know – then we can't sign. Then you can't sign Scooter Jeanette. But, but that's what I'm saying. Is is of course they don't know. But that's that's what you do. Like, but that's the thing. Like, I don't want to continue continuing fire sale all the time, where you're constantly getting, getting rid of Scooter Jeanette is not a fire sale. Well, but it but it's not okay. Fire sale might not be the best. Um, term, but getting rid of your best players for for draft picks—that's what because, you don't want to continue. Because to that's do. yeah, and 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 like I said, I'm normally okay with that, just not in this case. It, it's just it just feels, <clears throat> excuse me, just feels different to me. Um, <clears throat> I'm getting choked up about scooter genetics. I know. I feel bad for you. Do you drink a <laughs> water? No, I'm okay. good. All right. Um, listen. So so. I just don't think – I think they're still young enough where they can develop these guys that they have right now that aren't good right now. But I think we've seen before that guys have to – the Detroit Tigers 10 years ago or something now had two guys that lost 20 games in a season. And one of them now has a almost sub-1 ERA. And two, and two years later, I think two or three years later, they were in the, they were in the World Series, and, and those guys were pitching. Yeah. And, you know, so – those guys were really young then. I think Jeremy Bonderman was one, and um, Justin Verlander. Um, Justin Verlander. Um, so, I, I just think it's too early. That's what I. That's what I mean. Is I don't think you have to trade Jeanette or whoever else you want to trade. You could. You, we could have the same conversation about a. Eugenio Suarez right now too. Honestly, he's he's but been terrific. Sure, as well. it's but it's not about it. I don't think it's about okay. Uh, guys playing really well trade him for something. I don't think that's what it's about. I think it's about I'm not paying this guy anything and he's doing this well. I have the potential to get rid of him, save money and get a ton back in return for what you got for him or for what you for what it took to get him. Suarez may not be the same way. Suarez was a draft pick. He was a high draft pick. So, uh, you know, you're you're you spent some money on that already. You spent something for that you're going to hold on to that you didn't spend a dime on you didn't spend nothing you picked him up off waivers at the beginning of this last season for scooter Jeanette. you didn't get i mean he is this you are playing with house money with that if you can flip that turn it around why wouldn't you i don't that's just yeah, what i think because I, I think he's entering his prime i think he's maybe not this good maybe not this good but a really good baseball player. I think he's just turned himself sure. into a good player now, and I think that's why. I and think isn't he a Cincinnati guy? He is. Yeah, yeah. He 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 was born in one of the suburbs, but um, but one that's what burbs. I that's why I mean. I think you I think you sign him tomorrow to a deal that's reasonable before you have to sign him either to a much larger deal or or you know trade him anyway, um, and. and you know, and and look, even if you sign him, if you sign him for five years, 
and you decide to trade him either at the trade deadline this year or the trade deadline next year if he's still hitting really well you still you're still going to get because you're not you're not paying him if you make the right deal you're you're going to have people interested in trading for him still because his contract's not going to be out of control and and I, for that reason i i think i just don't think i think the pitchers right now are young enough where you have to be a little bit patient for another year or so. Oh, you got to be without, patient for a couple. I I agree with that. Without just keep loading, you know, I I think load your system up all the time with as much good pitching prospects as you can. But right now there are a lot of guys that are young guys. Even a lot of some of those guys, Amir Garrett, or even a couple other guys in the bullpen, could potentially still start if you need them to. And, and those guys are young too. So anyway. We don't want to spend too much more time on this. But. All right, so he, this is it. I mean, he he's on a he signed a one year deal for five point seven million dollars. Well, there you go. Um, so so this is it. I mean, you either get rid of him now, or you're gonna have to pay him at the end of the year. I I, I just yeah, you will. And if you wait till the end of the year, it'll be different. I think than if you pay him right now, or it could have a reverse effect and he could kind of drop off a little bit, which he. I mean, but he, then it says he's a free agent in 2020, so I, we must still have – he must still be under arbitration or something. That could be the case. That could be the case. I, I feel irresponsible for not looking all that up before. but Arbitration, um, yes. It, his third year, is, that's his last arbitration year, is next year. So this is where he you have his contract. But if he has a year like this and goes nuts, you're going to get killed in arbitration. Sure. Sure you will. That's and, and But that, that's what they do sometimes is – sign a guy ahead of time because you likely could have to pay him more in arbitration. Right. All right. So Scooter Jeanette's a pretty good-looking guy, right? He probably doesn't have any issues uh, getting out and finding ladies. I suppose so. I, I mean, Is he married? Maybe he's married. He, he may I be. No I, I'm not sure. It, in fact, I'm looking at this, and the picture of Scooter Jeanette on this picture looks absolutely nothing like what he actually looks like. Either way, uh, so – Pretty decent guy. Uh, we had a little conversation the other day. So I'm married. I have three kids. Uh, my cousin Adam here is uh, still a uh, eligible bachelor, maybe the most eligible bachelor in the Cincinnati uh, tri-state area. Hmm. Uh, it's a possibility. I mean, good-looking guy. He's about uh, shade under six foot. He's uh, <laughs> right. What are you? What are you? Five eleven? Yeah, we'll say five a shade. 10? We'll say a shade. Five ten and let's, a half. Let's go with a shade. He's a shade under six foot. That's He's much a, safer than the, what the guy. Doesn't have an ounce of fat on his body. He's in sh- good shape. Good-looking guy. A heck of a head of hair on him. He could grow a beard in less than a day. He's got to shave twice a day. I mean, he, he's a grown man. And he looks like a good, old, good grown man. So we get into this thing nowadays. It's hard to date people, right? It's hard. It's dating is is maybe the worst thing on the planet. It, I I feel for you, brother. I I feel for you. So I, I'm gonna let you vent for a minute. I want to ask you when you go on to your uh, Tinder, Bumble, Fish, Real Big Fish, or or whatever all those are. When you get on these apps, what? What do you have to deal with every day? There's got to be something that you're looking and you're like, every girl in the world can't all say the same things. So, 
Yeah, it, it, it might be an overstatement to say every single one, but boy, just just a minute a... ago, you popped your phone up because you couldn't remember what the third thing that annoyed you was. You popped it up first, girl. All three things. Yeah. So you're right. <laughs> on these on these dating apps, and yes, I'm I'm on them. I, you know, sometimes Sorry, I didn't mean to call you out on that. No, 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 absolutely not. It's no, I, I, you know, I don't know how it is. I figured everybody was now, it, you know, a lot of people are, it's much more acceptable now, you know, or accepted now, um, than it used to be. But anyway, yeah, I uh, look, I've spent most of my adult life on dating sites and you know, now that now they're all apps. And so anyway, so yeah, so I, I, delve into those from time to time just to see what's going on every single profile is the same <laughs> every I, so i only i only get to see the female ones which is which is which is what i uh, set my settings at um <laughs> okay so so it sounds like you're not quite sure if that's the setting you want to continue with no i'm i'm positive okay about okay, that. okay okay just making sure um, all right <laughs> i am positive about that i'm positive about very few things i'm positive about that um and look a lot of the a lot it's of the 2018 girls, man if you're not bisexual you're just gay <laughs> Wow, that's like the eighth thing I've disagreed with you about today. <laughs> all right, all right. So, what are these things? So, let's so, okay. let's hear the let me let me let me hear the the typical profile. Well, well, first of all, some of the profiles will say what is up with apparently, like all of the male profiles have one or both of two things. Almost everyone has has the guy holding up a fish. There are an, I've seen enough girls comment on their own profiles that say if you're either if you're holding up a fish, swipe left. And and by the way, if you don't know, swiping left means you're not interested. Swiping right means you are. And then if both people swipe right, they match we, and it we, tells you. We you know get, how it works. Anyway, hey, maybe not everybody does. Um, That's true. But but anyway, so enough girls have said you know. On on the guy's profile, what is up with everybody holding a fish? I don't have any pictures on mine of holding a fish. I don't really. What's the fish. other? What's the other thing? The other hate? one is if you have a gym selfie, or a shirtless selfie, or something like that. Yes. Swipe left, and and girls are. You would think like you know if a guy is good looking and, yeah, and but that means he's muscular. full of himself. Yeah. Yeah. So if he's doing that. It, so yeah, it makes sense. But I almost uh, really every single one of them that I've seen mention that say. Swipe left if you got that on your profile, which is good. That's good. So right now, you're that sounds sounds like a sounds like you're in right now. Well, because you're not you you're not holding a have, fish. You have you're not, not holding a fish holding unless a fish. somebody have, else is holding the pole and you're holding them. I've <laughs> held a fish. Yes, I am germaphobic, but I've held a fish before. All right, all right. Um, and I have no shirtless selfies or gym things or anything like that. So I don't. I don't. I don't have anything to show off there. So anyway, because you were lying about that whole introduction. That is not a lie. I'm telling you the exact <laughs> truth. Anyway, the girl profiles are so, so many of them are so similar. There are three, there are several things that are, that are common. There are three things that I feel like 90% of girls say something about. Okay. One. They love anything outdoors. They love to be outdoors. Ooh, strike one for Adam. It's 
I'm not an outdoorsy person. No, you'll be outdoors if there's a basketball court that you can shoot at outside, but you're not going hiking or... Look, I'm not a fan of the sun, okay? <laughs> I don't like the... The sun honestly kills you. It has, Some of the vitamin D is good for you or whatever, but like 10 minutes of sun is good for you. After that, it's actually killing you. Look it up. <laughs> Aren't so, we all dying slowly? We are all dying slowly, and the sun is in, is an increasing the pace of okay. that. Okay, okay, no sun. Anyway, outdoorsy stuff. I'm not a like a camper. I don't love going through the woods. I, for whatever reason, taste unbelievably delicious to to mosquitoes <laughs> and t- bugs of all types. Okay, all right. I I can if I go outside and do yard work for 15 minutes. I will show. I will send you a picture of my legs the next day, covered, covered in bites. Okay? You need. You need to get a hold of a mosquito guy or some kind of bug guy. Yeah, my okay. yard is bad. Anyway, so outdoors, they love to camp. They love to be outside. They love to go to the pool. Something also that I don't do. <laughs> I've never learned to swim. Um, so it's. I know I'm an adult, and that's absurd. I don't know how to swim. I don't enjoy being in the water necessarily. I love taking a shower and that's about it. You know, you know, you know what else? There's one thing that you dislike, I think, more than swimming. What's that? Well, used to. I think you've gotten used to it now. I know what uh, you're gonna say. Dogs. Yep. Tell me that that's one of the things. That's the second one is everybody <laughs> is a dog mom. Everyone has a fur baby. Um a dog mom to a fur baby. Stop saying that. Stop stop <laughs> saying that because every one of you say the same exact thing. Okay? Also, some girls say you have to love dogs. If you don't love dogs, swipe left. So you're telling me you're telling me that if you don't like dogs, there's no way you can have a relationship with this woman. No. Because there's no way that uh <laughs> That communication would be there, or love would be there, or that what all of the all of the most fundamental, important things to a relationship to work. Yeah, one of them's definitely whether you like a very specific animal. Oh boy, that that's probably the one that gets that's, me the most. That's yeah, probably the one that I can sets tell. me off the most. I can tell. I'm, I'm, I can tell. I'm getting worked up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm I, glad it's so cold in here because I'm getting hot. Yes. So I'm actually pretty good now. But uh, so that's the second one. So everybody's okay. a dog mom. Everyone adores dogs. Look, I was scared to death of every single dog in the world when I was a kid. Okay. <laughs> Some of them still make me pretty nervous. Adam Adam had a dog when he was younger, and that dog for, poor, like, a, for that, like a month. That poor dog got put outside because none of the kids in the house wanted the dog, and it just sat outside. And I was at Adam's house one time, and our interaction with a dog was sitting in his room, looking out the window at the dog tied up in the backyard, barking and running around. Yes, that was the interaction. We he had with the dog. It was it was a little puppy, and my parents got it for us. I'm not exactly sure why. I, have I was. No idea it why. was young. We were young enough where it was just my brother and I. My sister was not along yet. Yeah. Um. And so we we were both scared of dogs. <laughs> so we got a dog, obviously. And so they tried why to not? they tried to make us. We're getting way off of topic here, but I have to tell you this part. Okay. <laughs> 
they, you know, tried to make us, you know, be around it. And I think, I think that's why they got it to, to, to try to get over our fear. Sure. Right. So, so, but my, it was a little tiny, I'm sure it grew up to be a regular sized dog, but this was a puppy. I remember it. it. Right. His name was Hoover. Yeah. Like the vacuum cleaner. (laughs) Um, because he ate everything, I guess, or whatever, whatever the guy that we got him from named him. I didn't, whatever. So, <laughs> so his name was Hoover. My parents tried to make me like help make us take care of it because they wanted us to get used to it and, and, yeah. and get over the fear. Right. Well, right. so this was the way that I fed. Okay. I would, we, I would get the food, put it in the bowl, get a toy of some type throw it he was on like a long leash or whatever in the backyard a long chain or something i would throw the ball or whatever it was far enough away where he would go chase it i he would run away i would run the bowl close enough to where he would be able to reach it when he came back and then run away myself before he could get back um and that's how i fed him because i was afraid that is so great okay so (laughs) now as an adult I, there are some dogs that I would almost even say that I like. Um, Mine's, I don't think, is one of them. But you know, <laughs> for being so young, your dog is is pretty calm. Is pretty calm, and I'm I'm impressed with that. Sometimes I come in and she's, she's a little get, excited. She's getting and to stuff. know you. Yeah, but um, and yeah, look, if it's if it look a dog that stop saying look, a dog that is calm, like give me. An old, tired dog, okay? <laughs> Just be tired and walk around, never run, never tr- never do more than a little trot, okay? Don't get excited you about it. You don't want to take him outside because you're not an outside person. I'll you don't want to interact with walk. the dog because you don't like dogs anyway. So just sit over in the corner, watch the game with me, and we're good. Be a calm dog and just sit there. There you okay? go. Yeah. I'll, I'll cuddle up with you on the couch or something. Sure. Okay. I lived with a dog for a short time, too, not that long ago. And. I liked that dog. It was like the size of my hand. I could hold it in my hand. That's not a dog. That's and a rat. See, that's what I would I would get. If I got a dog, it would be a little tiny one like that. That's what I would prefer. That's 10 years old. That's 10. That's exactly. <laughs> that's that's 10 years old. That's, uh, so, yeah. So, right, look, so I'm no- not, I've never been a dog person. Right. I'm more tolerant now than I was. But I am still not a big. I choose not to live with a dog for sure. Okay, and it's it's more than the you know being afraid of them in the past or whatever. There's so much about the responsibility and all the you know everything that goes along. It's a commitment. It's a big commitment. I think we're getting down to the heart of and this. You're, it's a commitment. Oh boy, you are digging in there, aren't you? Yeah, and you're not wrong. Um, <clears throat> what is the third thing? The third. What's thing? the third thing? The third thing is traveling. Every single girl apparently either travels all over the world constantly. Which means you don't have a job or you're rich or both. And how does that happen? <laughs> or or love so much to travel and their number one plan is to travel the entire world and see everything they can. And look, it's a nice idea. Where do you get the money to travel all over the world? <laughs> you know how expensive that it is? Could be, it could be like a, I want to travel the world by the time I'm 70. But I, for most, it's not. 
Yeah. I'm telling you, for most, they want to travel now. They're ready to go. They want to travel now, and they want to keep traveling, and that's very important to them. It's so important that most of the girls on their profiles talk about how interested they are in traveling. I'm not that interested in traveling, especially out of the country. I would if the price was right and the safety was right. I, that's the number <laughs> one thing, really. If everything lined up perfectly and I had the full plan. So if we, itinerary, if we can get a wormhole, a wormhole that'll just shoot you from right here directly over to wherever they want to travel to, might be okay. I'm, I might be willing to do that. But look, I'm not... If I'm going to have to save my money for a whole year or two or three to go on this big European vacation, do you know how many things I would rather use that money for than that? <laughs> I mean, the list is endless. I hear you. Someday I'm probably going to travel out of the country, and it's probably going to be with some lady that wants me to travel out of the country with her. But just I'm just not that gung-ho about it. I'm I hear you. And so... So, ladies, if you're out there, and 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 Adam's a good-looking guy, you can find him on the Facebook. He's he's on there. He's he's on the the nosebleeds Facebooks. Got a picture of him on there. He's a good-looking guy. Get at him. Get at us. Get at him. If you're not a dog lover, or just a dog liker, you can have a dog. Just a dog liker. But if you're apathetic about dogs, I'm with you. If the dog is not a make or break, then give get get at me and uh, let's see. So also travel, right? Right. So if if you could care less about seeing Europe or France or Germany or Aruba, if you could just hang out in the states, he's good with that. I'll go on weekend weekend little trips, road trips and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. A, a once in a while trip to California or New York or whatever. as long as there's also not a lot of hiking involved. Yeah, I can walk around in a city. Sure. If we're going into the mountains and we got a backpack and camp and and eat bugs and <laughs> um and you know, I'm not Bear Grylls. I love Bear Grylls and I love I love watching what he does, but I'm I stay far away. I'm a city guy. There you I'm go. I'm a city guy and I'm just not a All right, so do you feel better now? I don't know. No, uh, uh, I wanted to let you get that uh, off your chest. It's uh, you know what I did, and you know what if we get a little reaction from it, I, I get a little feedback, negative or positive. Fine, give me a little hey, feedback. I think I'll be good then. Yeah, get get some feedback to us. We we'd like to know what you think, and we'll uh, maybe we'll say something about it next week. We definitely will. make this a reoccurring <laughs> deal. All right. So <laughs> on that note, we got about ten minutes left here. Let's go over the what's most important to me right now. Right now is the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. King James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. Draymond Green, obviously. King James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. Like I said, <laughs> the three superstars in this. Right. The three and the clo- best players. Yeah. And the close fourth, right. And and the close fourth in, in Clay Thompson. Uh, so... So here we go. So real quick, just to let you know, I was wrong about the Rockets. I said the Rockets were going to make it. They they gave it their all. Really bummed me out. However, I'm still going 100% with the Cavs in this. I think I think LeBron is going to find a way to pull this out. To win the entire they're winning, series? They're winning the series, baby. 
Everybody's got them going down in five or six, some four. This is this is going to go seven. It's going to end up in Golden State, and LeBron is going to drop 45, maybe have 20 rebounds, and probably 11 assists. You know, you are a you're a funny guy, and you <laughs> uh, you you love to joke around. Uh, I'm dead serious. Great quality about you. Um, and you've said a lot of crazy things to get laughs in our lifetime and and it's, and it's, and it's great. It's great when you do that. (laughs) Um, this might be the craziest thing I've ever heard you say. Wow. Might be the craziest thing ever. Not the craziest. I've seen you do a lot more crazy things (laughs) than what what you just said. (laughs) Maybe we'll get into those one day. (laughs) Maybe, maybe if we can, uh, figure out how to, how to, uh, censor them a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, no. But seriously, the okay. So when I w- when both teams won their game sevens, and I was we talked about that last week, and I was so ecstatic. Both conference finals went to seven games, and that was all I the wanted. The love of your life it was is all I game wanted. Seven. It was the love of my life. I would travel to Europe with game sevens. I would <laughs> I would own a dog together with game sevens. And I would camp. And camp. I would camp outdoors with no tent. Give me a lay me on the ground, have all the animals and bugs pick at me throughout the night, sit me in the, in the sun all day long with game sevens. We got what we wanted. It was terrific. We can go over the game sevens. But anyway, the two teams that are in the NBA Finals right now are the Cavs and the Warriors. You pick the Cavs in seven games. Is that correct? That's correct. What do you got? So the very first thought that came to my mind when when Golden State won on uh, Monday night, and the Cavs won Sunday night so that we knew they were in. Right. Warriors won Monday night so that the finals were set. I thought Warriors in five. And then I thought, you know what, you know, just the way LeBron's going right now and the, the hype is there and he's just like, he's putting up these 40-point, 12-rebound, 9-assist games. And, numbers. And, and they're winning mostly throughout the playoffs when he does that. I'll, I'll stretch to six. I'll stretch it to Warriors in six. After the last 24 hours thinking about it continuously, I'm almost back down to Warriors in five. So right now I'm going to say Warriors have you, have at you, five and a half. The Warriors are not going to play for two games. At least there's two games where they're just not going to play. It ha- it's happened every series that this in this in this playoffs. I agree with you. I they, agree. With they they just don't play. And then when they decide, you know what, huh, this was fun, and they go out and you know they got four guys with thirty points or whatever, something ridiculous, and hit fifty eight thousand three pointers, then you can't beat them. You're not going to beat them that way. It's going to come down to LeBron willing this team just like he did two years ago and was unable to do last year, but this is different. He's doing it. It's you're, happening. You're right. This is different. It's worse for them. It's they might worse be a worse them. team. It, it's a worse team. They had Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. Kevin Love is questionable for game one still. Iguodala's not going to be there. He's, he's out. He's a big Iguodala's cog out. in the in the wheel for, he, for these guys. He is, but missing him is nowhere close to missing Kevin Love for the Cavs because you might get Jeff Green to play another good game. You might get Corver to get get you 18. You might get J.R. Smith to give you 15 or 18. You might, but who knows. 
with, you know what you're getting. You're out of getting that. you're getting thirty from KD. You're getting twenty five and whatever from Steph. You're getting twenty five maybe from Clay. You're getting uh, twenty from Draymond. Draymond's getting, been. I was yeah, gonna say yeah. you're getting ten nine and nine from Draymond and two blocks and four steals. And you know you're you're still getting the meat of what you do is still there. Missing Kevin Love's a big deal because LeBron LeBron will not be no matter how good he is. He can score 60 a game and they may still not win the series. He he's fantastic. Everybody's talking about maybe he's the greatest ever now. Fine, but he's he's not going to be able to do it by himself. You have to have 2 3 at least four, maybe four other guys that have really good series, not just one guy that has a good game in game one, one right. guy that has a good game in game two. You have to have everybody. They have to play defense. They have to be a lot more consistent. They held they held the Celtics to 79 points in, in game seven, and a lot of that was because the Celtics shot the ball terribly. But they turned up their defense a little bit because they knew they had to. If they can do that, if they play their best defense ever, for this team, they're still probably not going to beat the, as good as Golden State is offensively. Yeah. And having said that, what you said, I agree with, and that's what I worry about because because Golden State looked as bad as they have really almost all year in that in that series against the Rockets. Yeah. And in the first half of Game Seven, they were terrible. Yeah. They looked terrible. They had their regular. They had their regular third quarter. And, and that's what they, did it. And they, right. And then they held and on. They held on. And, and, yeah. So so what do you do to stop we only got a few minutes left here. So what do you do to stop that third quarter? How do you how do you stop this and it's it's every single game. How do you what do you do to stop to cuz that's going to be what I mean for the Cavs that's what you're going to have to do. You can't let them come out and and drop, you know, 45 or 40 in a in a, in the third quarter or 35 like they've been doing 35 to 40 in the third quarter. You can't let them do that. Right. So, what do you do to stop that? You just come out and punch somebody in the face or what? I mean, well, the Cavs don't have a guy to do that. I don't think because Kendrick Perkins is sitting in a suit on the bench, thank God. Um but so the Cavs don't have a guy that that's going to get physical and going to change the game by being, you know, being really physical and, you know, making the Warriors back down somehow. What's what's going to do that? What's going to make them not have that kind of a third quarter is if they have a great first half. Because in a, a lot of times they have even sometimes a decent or a good first half, but they know they're a lot better than that. So they go in and talk about it and make an adjustment here or there or whatever or and just reset and then they come out and they're like, okay, now it's time to turn it on. Like you said, they kind of turn it on and off when they want to. They do. And, they and, do. And, and in the third quarter, that's really, I feel like, when they decide to really get going. Um, so I don't think the Cavs stop them from having a quarter like that really in any quarter they want to. Now, they're going to have a bad game or a bad quarter. They're not going to shoot. You know, they're going to have a – they're not going to have a Rockets type meltdown as far as shooting goes in that game seven, but 27 straight missed threes. That'll never happen again in the James Harden Rockets era. That will never happen again. And it happened in the most important game of the franchise history almost. Yeah. Um, the, the, the Warriors can have a bad quarter and a bad half or whatever 
they're not going to have an entire bad game enough to get beat to to be beaten maybe even once but probably twice by the Cavs it, it's just you know i hope i hope lebron averages 45 and 12 and 12 and he's incredible to watch and they're closer games than i think they're going to be but if they get swept, I'm not surprised. If they lose in five, I'm not surprised. If they lose in six, I'm a little surprised. If they lose in seven, I'm blown away. If the Cavs win the series, I will do something crazy. Well, we're going to figure out what you're going to do crazy because okay. <clears throat> it's going to happen. So we'll figure that out for next week. Uh, and I want to also talk about uh, next week why LeBron can't get can never get that extra guy or those, another guy with him like – like CP3 goes to Houston and and uh, LeBron Steph, or, had that he had it for four years in Miami he got D- D- okay Wayne I'm Wade talking about in Cleveland <clears throat> he brought Kevin Love on he brought Kevin Love on he was able to get Kevin Love uh, and, and Mike Miller <laughs> Kyle Corver Kyle Corver there you go he brings guys he guys want to play with him okay but guys they're all do. old guys no he, he he's well, not getting another superstar with him and Kevin Love was great when he came over Kevin Love was not Chris Paul he was not uh Dwayne Wade he was, he was not, an all-star he and was he still an all-star. is an all-star he still is um I don't know I'll uh, we'll talk about that a little bit next week we um so uh one other thing we want to we want to get with you guys. So me and Adam both play Beat the Streak. Uh, it's a app on. Uh, it's a Major League Baseball app. You can try to beat Joe DiMaggio's streak of 56 games. So if what we're gonna do is we are going to post our picks every day on Twitter. Adam, you are at Adam Schmidt 44. I'm at Sick With It. We're gonna post them there. Post them on on the Facebook. Uh, so follow us. Check it out, and if you can beat our streak at the end of the week, whoever has, if you can beat our streak, send us a screenshot, put it in the comment section, uh, message it on, on the Twitter, and and we'll we'll send a shout out to you for what whoever's got the best uh, the best streak that we see. So so we have to decide what the end of the week is. Is it because we record on Wednesdays? Is it? Tuesday is it Wednesday? So it'll be Tuesday. It... So yeah, it'll be okay. Tuesday. We record on Wednesday. So today will be the first day. Actually, it'll be yeah Wednesday. So it'll be Wednesday through Tuesday. So you guys will get this. Show me what you did for the week from today, Wednesday through next Tuesday. Let us know how you did. If you can beat us, we'll we'll give you a shout out. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll 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 buy a a pretzel or something <laughs> at the next festival. So check it out. That uh, that means I will never buy you anything ever. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it. No, no, we're gonna do something. If we get somebody that gets up there, you know, gets into the mid twenties, I, I I feel pretty confident about getting them. I, I'll tell you what, if if you continue to send them to us every week, and you eventually get to twenty five games, we'll send you a nosebleeds podcast T shirt. There you go. All right, that sounds good. All right, so that's all the time we got for today. We're getting out of here. Uh, thanks for listening. You can check us out on Facebook. Like I said, we're at the Nosebleeds Podcast, Sports Podcast, um, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Castbox. Um, get on there, comment, let us know what you think. We'll we'll bring up whatever you brought up uh, from the week before. 
uh, hasn't I, I I didn't post this on on the Facebook last time, so make sure that gets on there so everybody knows. Comment on it. We'll get this thing moving, um, and and spread the word. Spread Tell the word. Yeah, it. let people know. Definitely let them know if if you think we're goofy and you think it's funny. If you think it's educational sports wise it's not educational but sports wise maybe <laughs> uh, maybe we don't know what we're talking about and you just want somebody to listen to a couple of dummies i yeah. don't know spread around let us know what you think and uh we appreciate it we appreciate everything you guys uh you guys listen to us and 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 keep it up thank you thank you all right so for adam schmidt i am chris witt we are the nosebleeds don't forget to turn your lights on do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? 